This episode of We Watch Anything is brought to you by... The Vinyl Frontier, the startling true story of NASA's first interstellar mixtape. Published by Bloomsbury, out March 21st. Written, written, written by me. I wrote it, and it's coming out this year. I can't wait to read it. It's like an astromcom in ways. You know what I mean? No, but I like the idea. <laughs> okay, on with the podcast. I'm Ben Strivens. He's John O'Scott. Hi, and together we, we watch anything. We trawl the depths of Netflix to find three films of the same genre, of the same genre, and watch them so you don't have to. I take one, he takes one, and there's one we both watch. So you'll know what's a surprise hit, and what's totally... Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and potentially interstellar beings who've hooked into the podcast after reading Jono's book. It is episode <laughs> 43 of We Watch Anything, and it is the first freshly recorded one in 2019. Which, seeing as we're in February, is probably quite late, but, you know, busy. Um, so, Jono, how are you, man? You've, you've been oh, busy. Oh, man, our hiatuses are getting worse and worse. This is terrible. When we, when oh. we pitched, when we pitched the, the whole, what's the theme of this episode, dude? Tell them the theme. Well, it's parties. Yes. So it was, it was nice and loose. To, yeah, but it was supposed to be sort of festive New Year parties. Well, yeah, but around that. But then that's why I initially, that's why I didn't say festive New Year parties, because I knew we wouldn't actually get it in time for the year. <laughs> but I was also away with work for about three weeks in yeah. January, which didn't really help matters in a completely different time zone, which makes it quite hard to record the pod. And we also, tried it while you're out working, have we? No, well, it's, I need to buy another microphone, which is a bit stupid considering. I'm on a set with loads of microphones, but um, <laughs> it's a bit hard because we work quite long hours. But um, yes, in the, in the Bahamas, yeah, but without going outside. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's actually, in a conference yeah, room. In the I, I would just think like working really long hours in a really beautiful place must be really annoying. I have a much better view from this office. I'm sitting in recording the podcast, and I did in the massive <laughs> conference room with no windows. Oh God! But knowing yeah. outside, there's a tropical paradise. Yes. Yeah, that must be painful. Anyway, we're not here to talk about me in the Bahamas, because that's just quite dull. But what we are going to talk about is some m- movies. About Party parties movies. that we've already mentioned, yeah. <laughs> now, like like you said, we, I did consider this as an option because we were, you know, potentially around the New Year period, the whole festive period, festive season has some parties in. But so does the February, February big month of parties. You know, those all those Valentine's yeah, yeah. parties. Well, actually, in ways, it is quite a party thing because loads of people come off. You know, people people have given up booze and whatever for January, haven't they? So they February do do could be January, quite yeah. a quite a quite a party time. Yeah, absolutely. In, in ways, absolutely. Um, yeah, the film I watched, dude, was Happy New Year. Ah, you see, connected to the New Year thing. Yeah, yeah, and it now means actually, if you go back to our quite long ago now Christmas episode, I mm. watched one called Happy Christmas, and now I've seen a film called Happy oh. Christmas and a film called Happy New Year, which wow. I'm quite pleased about. Next year we'll find Happy Easter, <laughs> or Happy Pentecost. Um, no, <laughs> it, where was I? Happy New Year. So, so yes. Yeah, so this is a Bollywood movie. First thing to say about it, you and, do get um, a lot of Bollywoods, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So I've become sort of Bollywood correspondent. Yeah, I feel uh, like me and Nick I've, Cage. 
Yeah, yeah. So, uh, which I've been enjoying. So I leapt at the chances of Bollywood. It's got um, Shah Rukh Khan in as well. So you, you know, surprise. <laughs> yes, you are becoming yeah. his biggest fan. I'm sure. <laughs> oh no, I am. I do think he's. I can see why he is such a massive global superstar because I do think he's got something, some magnetism. But oh my God, there's some pecs and kind of abs shots quite near the beginning of this really? film. And he, I, you know, because he he does look like obviously he's incredibly. You know, fit dude, but they they did look slightly ludicrous, like maybe maybe implants kind of thing. But yeah. Oh wow. Anyway, yeah, I wouldn't like to say. Anyway, okay, Happy New Year. Now, <laughs> I'm going to give you the one sentence plot description of this film because I think I'm already going to enjoy this, aren't I? You're yeah, giggling. it's it's just it's just the best sort of it's the best <laughs> that I've come across. Um, okay, let me just get it. Oh yes, I found it. Okay, I'm reading. That's why I had to find it. To pull off the world's greatest diamond heist, a bunch of losers must win an international dance competition. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a film description I can get behind. Uh, I know, that is it's just... The moment I saw that, I thought, I am having this one. Um, so it's like Ocean's Eleven uh, meets Flashdance. Oh, um, God, that's awesome. <laughs> it's it's full-on heist, action, comedy, blah, blah. And uh, in it, Shah Rukh Khan, so it's, a, it's sort of, a, it, it is very like Ocean's Eleven. There's a sort of revenge plot in it, in yeah. that um, uh, Charlie Shah Rukh Khan is this kind of street fighting dude who's yearning for revenge over um, this nasty um, uh, businessman called mm. Grover, who eight years before or ten years before, sometime in the past, managed to frame Charlie's dad and and for 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 stealing some diamonds. Anyway, okay. so now it's the present day and Charlie wants to steal the diamonds and frame Grover. And to do this, he assembles his team <laughs> who are a, who are a wild kind of weird band of misfits. One of them's very muscly but slightly deaf. A lot of them is one of them just looks exactly like the bad guy's son, so he's going to be used as a kind of double. Um they're all fairly sort of wacky and silly, frankly. Okay. And um <clears throat> they just know they're being brought together as a team to do a heist. And <laughs> there is this really quite funny scene early on, well, about some minutes in, in fact, where they come to realise that a key part of the plot is having to win an international dance competition. <laughs> because the vault which holds... So they want to steal all these diamonds, OK? That's in a, st a stupendously difficult-to-get-to vault. Of course. It's underneath a big-ass Dubai hotel called Atlantis. Um, and oh, it's right. Sorry, I'm going to break in here. Atlantis is the oh, name yeah. of the resort that I was in in the Bahamas as well. They're twin resorts. <laughs> oh, okay. So I've yeah. just spent J January in Atlantis, but in the Bahamas version, which is way more derelicty than the Dubai version, I believe. Okay, well, this is the Dubai version, and it looks like it was actually quite a lot of it was shot there, but I don't know if it yeah. really was. But it two looks big, like two it big towers with a big thing in the middle of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I know yeah. Well. There's, um, Anyway, so you can imagine... I don't need... Uh, fill it without filling in the blanks... The, the the heist is ludicrously difficult to achieve, but wouldn't you know? There's an old ventilation duct, and the the that gets to quite near where this very difficult to break into safe is, and the duct starts in room nine C, and room nine C is already reserved for the time when the diamonds are going to be in town, and it's reserved as the green room for the World Dance Championships. Ah. But to get but the thing is right. So to get to the World Dance Championships, this they have team to qualify. Of, 
they have to qualify for the World <laughs> Dance Championships. So the first sort of like quite long part of the film is them sort of becoming Team India and winning the oh, national level amazing. competition. <laughs> that is commitment to the cause. I know the cause is getting rich, but that is commitment to the cause. Yeah, so the, the the first sort of love interest is in, in is is sort of introduced during this sort of sequence in the build up to the national things because mm-hmm. none of them can dance very well, so they employ a dance a dance teacher to sort of like try and lick yeah. them into shape. Um, and even though they're loads, oh, one of the team is like a a, a hacker dude. Um, okay, and um, and so they in fact lose the uh, the national thingies, but. Um, but he hacks in and manages to make it so they win. Then they get to Dubai, and the rest of it's all set in Dubai, really. And they they kind of have this tussle with Team Korea, who just like they have this massive fight, which is kind of amusing. Do at any point this, they actually want to win the World Dance Championship? Well, you can imagine. Yes, you know, it's a yeah. bit like um, it's a bit like Escape to Victory. What do you mean we can win? You know, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. But anyway, look. So. What I've just I've just got I've described quite a bit of plot there and I'm not going to describe any more okay because you can kind of imagine what it's like but I'm just going to tell you two points here and so what I've just described I paused the film and I'm going to tell you two facts the time elapsed and the time remaining okay time 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 elapsed 1 hour mm-hmm. time remaining 2 hours oh my god <laughs> this film is 3 hours long it's a full on bollywood special <laughs> It's just like I, you know, I've, I've seen a few Bollywoods that, yeah, you know, that I've seen the two, the high two hours, but three hours for such a stupid bubblegummy piece of oh, thing. But like, was it worth it? Well, <laughs> okay, this is quite a bad film. <laughs> it's really quite bad. It's really stupid. The script is appalling. The funny moments are not are not funny. Yeah. It's just so... It, it, okay, this is how I described it. It's a bit like... You know if you had a pack of Hubba Bubba? Um, yeah. You wouldn't uh, take out all the Hubba Bubbas and eat them in one go because you'd just be stuck there with a great well, big full mouth you? of hard-to-chew stuff. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? You'd kind of... So the, basically, I think if you watch this film in short... Like if you imagine the bub- hubba bubbas and just have one hubba bubba till the taste goes and then turn it off, go away yeah. and then come back to it and have another hubba bubba. I think that's the way to watch this film. Half hour shift sort of thing. Yeah, because honestly, there's loads of speed ramping. The songs aren't very good. You know, like a flying jet. I, yeah. tell, I, I had a similar reaction to a flying jet. That was really stupid. But it did have like a really kick-ass dance sequence. Like yeah, I seem to remember you basically quite liking a flying jet. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and it had a, a moment like that that won me over. This didn't really have any moments like that. It's just like, it's just like a sort of whole load of like set pieces, and oh. it's just so bombastic. And as well, the songs, as I say, the songs aren't very good. There aren't any really good dance sequences, and it just becomes, it's a bit like, you know, like in a, if you know, like horror film music when it goes dun dun da. Yeah, it's just like, well, that only works if you have a whole load of build up where it's going da 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 da. da. But this is like endless dun dun da dun dun da. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, shut up. So I kind of enjoyed it. I'm, I'm quite proud of myself for getting through it. <laughs> and uh, the bit, the scene, in fact, when he does sort of reveal to them that they've got to <laughs> win a dance competition is quite funny. Yeah. Um, and I do have a best line, worst line. Okay, go on then. The laser shield is computerized. 
so it will be hackified. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> and to which um, Shahrukh Khan does the devil horns. So I like that. But actually, as my sort of best line, worst line is sister. I quite enjoyed <laughs> this. Gets this gets panned by a lot of people on IMDb, mm. and I'm just going to read out three reviews from IMDb, and then I'm going to leave it there. Okay. okay. There is no flow to the movie. It's just random collections of scenes and dances put together. Story seems to be written by some baboon. (laughs) That's one. Here's another one. In short, there was not a single thing that was good in this movie. Please donate your money to some poor chap. I like that one. (laughs) And last one, this one, third one. Except for a few funny scenes, this movie is a torture. By torture, I mean serious brain torture. And I'm not joking. It's literally a torture. (laughs) And I think all three of those sum it up quite well. Oh, I still wow. watched it though. Yeah. I just I could I don't know where you're gonna pitch this. So if we if we've got any new listeners in the in the new year, we rate our films on a um on an A to E scale with a Z mm. reserved for so bad it's good. Now I'm guessing this is not a Z. Oh no. no where no. is it living on your I mean a Z requires a lot more joy. Where is it living on your scale, Johnny? Well, saying all I've said, I still kind of give it a C because I did come away sort of liking it in a way, but a bit like you like an idiotic five-year-old, you know? Yes, I've got just, one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> would, you, um, would you say it's a C if you watched it all the way through or would you say it's a D if you watched it all the way through and a C if you watch it in chunks? Yeah, good point. I think it's a C in chunks, a D in, in slab. Mm, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so if you bosh the whole packet... You might be disappointed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, still, to pull off the world's greatest diamond heist, a bunch of losers must win an international dance competition. I'm is sold. a genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally so I just love that. It but, for that. It, but it also, the, the whole thing about Bollywood is, you know, nothing is ever surprising in that respect. No. It's no. like, yeah, in order to win the affections of a girl, you must tie a tree into knots and then become a tiger <laughs> and then run to the top of a tower and then dance with 400 people. Yeah. Uh, cool. Anyway. All yeah. right. Well, so that mine is very different from that. I would have to say, there's no heist. So so where was the party? I know, exactly. (laughs) Sorry, let me just rewind on this one. Where is the party? It just, it takes, the final takes place in New Year, but it's a very unpartyish party movie in lots of ways. Right. That sounds a bit like you went for a wee just then. Um, Oh, sorry. (laughs) So, okay, well, let's segue... Like an elephant in a jewellery store. What? Um, into my movie then, which is um, entitled XOXO. Oh, yes. Okay, and those, those are just the letters. So I think it's Kiss, Hug, Kiss, Hug. But it's the name essentially of a dance music festival um, for the purposes of this film. Yeah. And we drop in... Um, just as our sort of lead protagonist, who is a kind of bedroom producer, has created a song with his mum doing vocals, and it has been picked up on YouTube and gone stratospheric. And right, you know his hits keep rolling on YouTube. People ping him on Skype and say, "Whoa, dude, your song's blowing up!" Um, wow. And then his Viral. friend, who's his manager, calls him up and says, "I've booked you." into XOXO you've got a you've got a DJ slot um by the way it's in 8 hours time <laughs> so it's one of those like you know whole movie takes place over a short amount of time you know period um he is there he's trying to get signed his his buddy says to him you know to take your tracks and spin spin your music he's like no I can't do that it's not finished and he gives his friend the manager 
uh, his unfinished tracks on a on a USB key because he, he, the manager is going to meet with the record company and try and get him a deal. Um, and he's incredibly nervous about going to do this. And then there are various sort of like pratfalls in the way. Um, right. His manager has to work in his dad's restaurant because they're both kind of like sort of you know just sort of post high schooly age kind of thing. Oh, and, right. okay. and so he can't take him to the music festival. He puts him on a party bus. <laughs> which is just being organised by the local record store to take people to the music festival, to the dance rave thing. Does it have, like, the Venga bus song? It's very much like the Venga bus, but it's a bit more <laughs> housey. Um, anyway, so he puts him on that, and then predictably the bus breaks down, and, you know, it's, it's torturous him getting there, and then he has to try and get into the festival because his name's not on the door, and then... Uh, but what happens, what we find ourselves in is a, is a, is a, is a bunch of different intertwining narratives. So there, there's a couple on the bus who are trying to get to the music festival for their own reasons. There's another group of girls in a car who we've seen getting ready, and they're getting there because one of the girls... Well, they all want to go and, and party, but one of the girls is sort of hooking up with a love, what she thinks is maybe the love of her life. And oh, okay. um, there's the guy who drives a party bus who's like an embittered old dance music producer who mm. you know hates the scene and then the other guy who works in the record store who so desperately wants to be Matthew Lillard it's really painful um, <laughs> and yeah so the whole idea is they all get to do you remember Spike Island yeah 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 it's very Didn't much like, it, like yeah. very much like that Spike Island thing it's like, like yeah. how are they going to get there it's a nightmare they meet loads of people all these stories come together it's a bit like you take Spike Island you take human mm. traffic um, oh, okay yeah human Didn't traffic I think yeah, I, I like human traffic. It's got some really good moments in it, uh, but that's yeah, all about you know one night in a club and you know all coming together, and mm. then and go again. Oh, I quite like that too. Yeah, Although go. We loads. discussed this before. We never, I never want to rewatch go. Yeah, I, I have, I, I quite fancy rewatching it after this actually. So yeah, go. You've got your multiple <laughs> narratives happening. They all meet up at the same point. Blah blah blah. blah. Mm. Um, and that's sort of where you know the real DNA of this comes from, apart from the fact that this completely and utterly misses all the good points of any of those movies. <laughs> oh no, really? Oh my god. I, I, I've i written so much more about what happens in this. There's so many things in this movie that made me want to burn it to the ground. There's like, <laughs> I hate everyone in it for a start, apart from Sarah Hyland. Do you know Sarah Hyland? She no. is the kind of, um, the cool daughter in Modern Family. Do you watch Modern Family? No. I really like Modern Family. It's very funny. Um, she's very okay. good in it. And she's she's good in this, but like ev- all the girls going to the music festival to a to a girl are all slim, pretty, wearing like little fairy wings, crop tops, and hot pants, and you know stupid makeup. And then all the guys are kind of like kind of cool. Everyone is doing loads of drugs, um, apart from our main protagonists who appear to be sort of slightly drug free. Uh, but although one of them, the manager, gets slipped some acid by accident and then immediately starts tripping. There's no sort mm. of come up period. It's like boom. Here's a massive. Oh, suddenly I'm massively tripping. Um, but there's a, there's a douche who's like kind of like he's got a, a pouch on his arm where he you know, shows you his drugs, um, and he's got like this has come up. This movie. and the whole movie feels like it was created by someone who really believes there is wisdom in taking lots of drugs and rave culture, <laughs> and like those things. You know, you know what? Just let go. Live for the mm. music. Dance. You'll find yourself. And you, like, I I would put money. On the guy who wrote and directed this. Well, it was his story. He got someone else to write it. But it was his story. He directed it. I bet you he has sat in so many bongo circles. In so many. I bet you he owns a didgeridoo. Mm. I bet you he owns poise. Like he just. One of those <laughs> just total tools. He did a bunch of ecstasy. And thought it was the answer to the universe. 
Well, the thing um, is, the best the best thing that's ever been made that kind of encapsulates that world in a really short space is that episode of Space, the clubbing episode of yes. Space. Do you remember that? Yeah, that absolutely, kind of... absolutely. Yeah, and that does it about th- five minutes. This is just oh my god! This th- watching this movie is a bit like sitting down. If you're sober and everyone's on loads of pills or something, and you have to try and hold conversations with them, this is like what watching this movie is like. It's just torture. Like at certain points, awful. I've written loads of lines about what happens in it. Like oh my god, I'll come back to this later when we talk about our joint movie actually, because there's a big mm. similarity. Um, yeah, I'm but, sensing that. Um, with this movie. They really celebrate social media as well. They're really like, yeah, blowing up. So every time someone gets a text message, like a little text box will appear, like a cutesy text box will appear on screen. Yeah, that sounds annoying. There's certain things that maybe you want to absolutely spew. Like there's a point when um, like Sarah Hyland turns up at this massive festival. She's trying to meet her mate. And she's like, oh, I only got 10% on my phone. Who leaves their house to go to like a day-long festival with 10% on their phone? In all honesty, you charge. It's not hard. You charge your phone before you leave your house. <laughs> so, like a whole subplot revolves on her not having any battery. No, and then there's a whole other bit with. Um, I love it when you get this angry. Oh, it's just really annoying. There's also like, oh god, there's an there's like an angel character who just you know just just like a Deus Ex Machina kind of thing. He dips into the oh. story and points people in ways with wisdom. And I just, oh, God. Is and this a, really... a Netflix movie, by the way? No, I don't think it is. I could be wrong. It didn't have a cinema. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a Netflix movie. I didn't actually check that one out. It's well, a, you don't it's always know. Of... I mean, you don't always know the answer because sometimes they're movies that Netflix have actually sort of taken from, you know, that funded yes. from the beginning. And other times it's just ones that they've bought to, and branded themselves yeah, a yeah, Netflix exactly. movie. Do you know what I, I mean? Didn't, I didn't research it. There no, are, don't worry like, about it. In terms of cast, um, like the guy who, who directed this called Christopher Louis hasn't done much, done a bunch of TV, and it's quite a TV breakthrough cast. Well, I say mm. that Sarah Highland, um, guy called Graham Phillips. I don't watch The Good Wife, but he's been. I think he was um, the, the supposed the, to be really good. though. yeah, it's been, I do. I keep meaning to watch it, but um, mm. um, Julia Margolis is that her name? Um, it, I think he plays her son in The Good, the good Wife, and then there is. Uh, the only other person actually who's got any kind of Hollywood pedigree, I would say, in there is Ione Sky. Oh, she yes, is. yeah, she mm. is, and like, oh my god, it's only Sky, but her character is even called like um, Ethan's mum, and that's all <laughs> she is. She's just she's got like two oh. lines, um, mm. but yeah, it's just it's 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 really dumb. It's really annoying. I really hated it. Um, <laughs> and, oh my little notes, he looking down them, it just says things like, "I don't like this movie. How much longer do I keep having to watch this? This is dumb." <laughs> I do have a best line, worst line, because the only one Good. character in it you can actually enjoy is the disgruntled ex-dance um, music producer. Who, <laughs> yeah, I like the sound who, of him. Yeah, he's great, and he hates <laughs> the everybody. The old grumpy one. <laughs> yeah, he just walks around going, you kids don't know what's good. <laughs> and he's driving the party bus there with his ridiculously irritating Matthew Lillard-esque assistant. Um, and some dude comes up to him with... Uh, he's wearing, like, a full body stocking. No eye holes, no mouth hole. And, like, peering at an iPad... And he just goes to the guy. Is there Wi-Fi on the bus? No, the guy just goes, dude, kill yourself. <laughs> and that, nice. that, that made me laugh. I like that. But other than that, okay. just avoid this movie. It's just, it's turgid. It's rubbish. And it, there are so many better things. If you decide to watch XOXO, A, punch yourself... B, then go and look for Go, because Go is such a better movie. It does this so yeah, much go better. Is good. 
and um, you will love yourself so much more having seen Go. If you've already seen Go, despite what Jono says, just watch it again. Or find Human Traffic if well, you haven't no, I, seen that. I, always, that's I, great. I have watched Go a few times. It's just one of those films where I don't get the urge anymore to watch it. I mean, it's got an absolutely fantastic line. There's that, but You know that bloke who's in Miller's Crossing goes, I will send you to a deep, dark place and will enjoy doing it. Yes. He's in it as a really grumpy guy and he's got a really hilarious line about what's wrong with modern life. And yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember what it is now, but yeah, it's, I, I love Go. And it was, yeah. it, was, it was by the Swingers director, isn't it? Doug yeah, it Lyman. Is. It is Doug it's Lyman, the one he yeah. did after Swingers. Yeah. Or two after Swingers. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, before Made or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, Good. so that's it. Um, I mean, it's got Christ. It's not an E. doesn't warrant an E. It's just a D. It's a real solid so it's, D. It's a D minus, actually. It sounds like a D. Yeah. yeah it's a, it's a it, full on D minus. I don't, I don't think I hate it enough, really. It's not racist and it's not homophobic and it's not um, women hating. Mm. So then it gets a D minus. Yeah. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's what's going for it. Oh, yeah. And they play a decent, they drop some decent tunes. Um, okay. But, yeah. That's yeah. about it, really. Yeah, well, they dropped decent tunes in Spike Island. It was still rubbish. Yeah, that's true. I'd rather watch this than Spike Island. I'd rather watch Spike Island than this. Well, wow, that is saying something. Yeah. Okay. Right, well, thank you, Ben, for enduring that for everyone. Yes. Um, uh, it sounds like I had the most fun, even if I did have three hours of the most fun. Yeah, it took me but, a while um, to watch this one, too, because I kept wanting to turn it off. But <laughs> I had to go and rewatch it as I realised my conscience has drifted away. Um, and then, and we then come there was to our, our joint movie. Our, yeah, our combo film time. Uh, and it was called, Ben... The After Party, I Remembered. Yes. Oh, damn, I was hoping I'd trap you. No, no, um, no, it's called The After Party, directed by a guy... Directed and written by a guy called Ian Edelman, who I know nothing about. No, nor do I. Um, and um, so, I mean, basically the plot is about a hip-hop kind of dude, a, a, a wannabe hip-hop star trying to make it. And um, Well, I, I tell you, I'm going to stop you right there. Okay, go. Because just as in exactly the same way as my as XOXO, it's as mm. much about the manager as it is the hip hop, yeah, guy. So it's about the hip hop guy trying to make it, but his manager trying to make it as a manager and trying to promote him essentially. Yeah, and near the beginning of the film, in a sort of pitch perfect style way, mm. he um, embarrasses himself because he he smokes a doobie and um, is massively sick um, while doing a while doing a sort of a, a rap performance yes. on stage. Well, kind of, it's almost like a, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a freestyle thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. a freestyler, isn't he? Yes. And, and then he, um, just, he vomits all over Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. And, um, and because of that, yeah, and the video of him vomiting over Wiz Khalifa goes viral. And then basically most of the film is the aftermath of this. They're yes. still trying to make it, but he, he's he, now... As he, he vomits over Wiz Khalifa, famous. though, he does twitch a bit and he gets known as Seizure Boy. Yeah. Yeah, and for the rest of the film, he's known as as that. Yeah, everyone else. But that that does that's not kind of like yeah, you're an internet celeb. It's more you've just torpedoed your potential rap career. Exactly. Yeah. Well put. Yes. 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 I think it's um, worth pointing out at this stage that he's actually very good. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that and that's never in doubt, kind of thing, is it? As in, in terms of the film, you you kind no. of he's got confidence in himself, and as the the viewer, you're supposed to sort of. Well, you do. You you believe in him being good as well. Yeah. And his um, and his manager, who's a sort of very pushy, rich young dude, New York dude. It's all set in New York, isn't it? Yeah. His um sister is um Played is older than Shelley him, isn't Hennig. It? Shelley Hennig, yeah, from yes. um Unfriended. Is that what yes. It's yeah, 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 yeah. And then a couple of other things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
I mean, I mean, she's the love interest, as in Kyle is the name of the rapping dude, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, who he's, is he's, Kyle Harvey? And yeah, in real yeah. life, he's he's just Kyle. Yeah, yeah. He's just had and an album that's done really well, I think. Oh really? Mm. Okay. Um, so, um, so, so yeah, sorry, sorry. So Shelley, and, Alicia is his sister, and um, Kyle has been lusting after her for years. Yeah, and yeah. so as well as his manager trying to get him still a record deal, yeah, um, he's trying to hook up with his sister. But this again. As with the other one, happens over one night. Yeah. Apart from the vomiting bit, this is the aftermath of that. He then decides to join the Marines. Yes. Because his father was a Marine, and so his manager, his buddy Jeff, played by Harrison Holzer, says, "Okay, right tonight, I'm going to take you to um, this French Montana secret gig where you're going to meet the record company boss. I'm going to get you in front of him, and uh, you know uh, he's not convinced. But then he says, and my sister's going, and he." gets the yeah. sister to go so he follows and then it's about him trying to get this record deal and the sort of like in an after hours kind of way the sort yeah. of shenanigans that happen to them over that <clears> evening <throat> I was going to say it's got definitely things with after hours I was, uh, when I first started watching it I, I sort of wrote in my notes okay this is like a mashup of Pitch Perfect 8 Mile and American Pie but this it's is got something of that it's got something of that after hours I've got two more well. things to throw into the mix with you and I may, maybe you haven't seen one of them and it, so 10 Things I Hate About You oh yeah I never liked that film but yeah really Oh, I really yeah. like that film. Um, yeah. And uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I've never seen that. And even though that's a stoner comedy, and this isn't a stoner comedy, it has a very similar kind of like interplay between the two leads in some respects of just like how we oh, really? get on. Harold and Kumar yeah. go to White Castle is actually, I think it's, it's really, really good fun. Oh, okay, I should, I'll try it. Yeah, I know I never liked ten, 10 Things I Hate About You, and that was when I was really... I loved film. A whole load of films came out around that time, like Never Been Kissed and mm. um, She's All That. And I really kind of thought, oh, I'm de- I, I knew I was going to love 10 Things I Hate About You and then put it on and found it really irritating. Oh, Just didn't wow. like anything like about I, it. I probably really like that film. Anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. So generally, this sort of stuff happens. I mean, there, this, this is absolutely chock full of cameos from real-life rappers. So you've got Wiz Khalifa, you've got French Montana, you've got DMX in there. Um, Who's that but, bloke with the really weird name? Oh, um, the weird... Ski Mask the Slump God? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Who I, I must admit I'd never heard of. And it's... in that very, 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 very... I, this film made me feel about 120 <laughs> years old. Well, to be fair, like a bunch of them, like T Grizzly, Designer, DJ Cully, a lot of people have, like, have just come out in the last like three years just onto the yeah. scene. Although Ski Mask the Slump God's been around for a while. As, well, exactly. And, and DMX is, I, obviously has been as as Wiz Khalifa. But. I'd never heard of Ski Mask the Slump God, so I search yeah. up Ski Mask the Slump God, see a video, click on it, and it turns out it's had like 70 million views, and you yeah. just sort of think, oh my god, I'm old. And then you've got like Charlemagne the God and Angela Yee, who do this like sort of super um, big breakfast show thing, quite a hip hoppy breakfast show. Right. I've seen them in Are documentaries we... and stuff before. But um, hmm. yeah, but at least DMX is older than us, so that's good. Yeah, no, no, that is good news. Thanks, dude. That's, um, that's good. <laughs> um, and, like there was some interesting stuff they did with, in the, I thought in the club when they they sort of mix up phone footage and, mm. and and thingy footage and stuff. And there's some interesting things. I don't know. I'm just sort of meandering around because we're both just doing that thing where we don't quite say what we think. So what do you? What did you think of this movie, Johnny? <sighs> I'm somewhere in between on it, to be honest. I kind of I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I I didn't like it. But at the same time, every now and then something would happen and it would kind of, you know, a scene would win me over. But no, I just, it wasn't really doing it for me. I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. 
and I couldn't, yeah, it was a bit, do you know what it reminded me of actually? The way it made me feel was a little bit like that, um, that musical we did for the combo. Yeah. Yeah, Do you I, remember I, like, I understand that, that. Yes, yes. Because that was like it was like that was quite that was really bad. Mm. But it's sort of just something about its levels of enthusiasm or something won me over. And this wasn't like that because it was sort of I don't know. There was a nastier edge to this film. I thought, but I don't know. I I I I wouldn't say I'm definitely not going to watch it again. I'll say that right now. Mm-hmm. What did you think of it? Well, see, the, my the first thing I wrote down about this, and I went back and sort of checked my notes, and mm. and I said. The first thing, and I stand by it, is I'm having difficulty hating it. Mm. Like, it's dumb, and I swing yeah, between finding it annoying, it. but mm. I'm actually, more often than not, and I think more than you, really enjoying it. Mm. And I think there might have been a slightly... When you said there's a nasty edge, like, for me, like unfortunately, it did sort of take on the sort of more misogynistic sides of the hip-hop world. Yeah, that whole that, strip club sequence, yeah. I think, is totally a bit off. And just a bit like that way that the that bit stood out in the the horror film we watched, the Van Helsing one or whatever. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and there was a weird bit when, basically, the sister is really nice, apart from that yeah. one scene by the pool where she's a total tool for some reason. Um, and then there's her, when, when he's trying to pay her oh, to come yes, to the party, yeah. and she's just acting yeah. like a, just weird. Um, yeah. So totally it gets a bit off, and yeah, it, it, it could do with not being quite so in love with hip-hop culture to that degree. But mm. at the same time, I really liked... Um, Kyle as a lead I think he's actually a really watchable lead well the, the thing that kept winning me back because yeah <clears throat> actually I think what you said first about having trouble hating it or something yeah. actually sums it up quite well for me because yeah I think you know I can already sense you liked it a bit more than me but I, d- I never fully sort of got into oh this is just awful and I think it had a lot to do with Kyle and Harrison Holzer and I didn't yeah. necessarily think Harrison Holzer was perfect but there was something about that there was something there you know what Harrison Holzer is I've worked, no. I worked, what came to me is that not who he is, but just worked to me that his character Jeff is essentially Ralph Mouth from the <laughs> Goonies, grown up, <laughs> yeah. and that's yeah, what true. he's like. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, but so and, everyone, just, and what I like that is that he's irritating, and everyone in the movie hates him apart from his yeah. buddies. And I think yeah. that's kind of like that's kind of realistic. He's quite irritating, um, yeah. and there's, there's some quite sweet moments like when he's talking to that girl at the bar in the party, and she's just like, you know what, just be yourself. And he's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think Kyle Harvey is actually a really, really likable presence. Mm. Um, and yeah, I just I thought some of the too. the music is really good in it. Yeah, I agree um, with that. Although it definitely had that thing where it just sort of I felt like it was there were so many drops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it became a bit irritating at times. Yeah, you know when they slightly do too many kind yeah. of in too quick succession. But that's the way nowadays, isn't it? Yes, but every time like <laughs> like Carl's a really good rapper. Every time he raps, I really enjoyed that. Um, mm. they, there's a fight. At one point, to it's not unusual. I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good bit. Um, I didn't my Jordan Rock played Bernard or Bernard. Oh yeah, the like, ass- assistant. Just that, yeah, yeah, just that assistant guy. I quite liked his performance, but just I just want to mention that because his he's I clicked him on IMDb, and one of his writing credits is a comedy short called Human Unipede. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've not that seen, but I know I, great. I do want to. <laughs> um, so yeah, and overall for me, it is a bit of a. It's generally a bit of a win. Hmm. Um, plus, I really like his t-shirt because he works yeah. in like his dad's got a yeah. burrito thing. It's just his sort of t-shirt that says, "Yeah, I'm extra, but I'm worth it." <laughs> yeah, the it's picture very is like sweary, an avocado. It's very sweary. Oh, it's quite sweary, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it does it, it drops the B word quite a lot at one point yeah. where it's just like to the point of like, oh god, really? 
There was um, one thing actually. Um, my favourite thing about it was that his uh, his mate, the the manager guy, yeah, who, who who who's as you say in ways the heart of the film in lots of ways. But he um he wears this sort of white polo. <laughs> like shirt with kind of like snakes on the collar that I yeah. really liked. Something about it was really funny. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of like small lines in there where like that just it, it almost feels like a writer who's finding his feet. Yeah, because there's some it's like he could have he could have benefited maybe with a bit more editing because there's some good there's some good comedy in there and there's some there's some clever lines but yeah. there's also a bunch of bunk that could have been shaved away or yeah. refined. There's points when you go there's points when I felt like I wanted to say to it. Slash him. Oh come on, you're smarter than that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know what you're getting at. It's interesting talking about it again. It's definitely. We've said many times how your enthusiasm can sometimes rub off on me, and it mm. kind of it's making me want to sort of go through it again. But I, yeah, I still, I still came away from it thinking, I don't want to sit down and watch this again. Yeah. And I don't. I personally don't think I would recommend this. But I can certainly imagine people enjoying it. If you I like would definitely me. recommend it. But and if it was on, if it came on the TV, I might go, oh, I quite enjoyed this. I think I'll watch it. And I might not watch it all the way through. But I do recommend it. I don't, I don't. It's probably a C plus from me. I think it's a C plus. Well, well, actually, I think I'm probably roughly the same. Disappointingly, yeah, I'm certainly I mean, in the C. I, I toyed with I, a B minus. And I don't yeah. think I'm not sure there's quite enough quality there, but it's definitely an honourable mention. C plus, maybe a C plus. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Have you uh, seen Eight Mile yet? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Let's like, ages oh. ago. Mm. God, I'm sure I remember you telling me you hadn't seen it. No, no, I've seen it. I think I must just dream about you, dude. Yeah, yeah. And in you, my dreams, I don't you haven't you. seen Eight Mile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a best line, worst line? I didn't really for this dude. I I just um, nothing really leapt out. There was one bit near the beginning when. Um, he talks about his jeans being like twenty thousand dollar jeans or something, and they're being uncomfortable as shit. And I yes, found that was, it, yeah, <laughs> I found his delivery on that very funny. But yeah, apart from that, no. Uh, there was there's one early early on where he goes. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one, but no one thinks theirs stinks. And the receptionist <laughs> goes, "Who doesn't think their asshole stinks? That's dumb." <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, quite I like that, that bit. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed that. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm, glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it, dude. Yeah, because it's a, we had we had a bit of a downer on the uh, Douglas Adams episode in many ways. Yeah, um, and it feels like this one, although your film was terrible, we I don't I don't know, I feel like we've had an all right time in party. I land. enjoyed talking about it in terms of hating it. And dude, I've got some big news. What's your, what's that? Do you want to hear my big news? I want to hear your big news. Get your big news out. My big news is this. For our next episode, yes, we have an LGG. Do you remember oh what LGG God. stands for? Large Girth Gator. Listener Generated Genre. Get in! <laughs> whoop, whoop. If I had a large tractor horn, I'd put it now. <laughs> One listener, Edward Moore, has suggested we go ghostly. Supernatural I, ghost you know, stories. I feel like we haven't done horror movies in ages, and that's sort of I know. where I feel like our base is anyway. So that's an absolute A1 winner from me. Yeah, exactly. And the last time we did sort of ghosty stuff, we did Haunted Houses, and that was ages ago. That was. We had, a oh, really God, good we had another well. good disagreement as well there. Yeah, I am going to just put a slight spanner in the works. I have seen the recently released um, ghost stories on, on Netflix. Oh, so have I. Okay, you've seen, you saw the play as well, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I saw the play with the with the main guy. What's his name? Who's in the movie? Andy Nyman. Yeah, because yeah. he played him. 
he was in it when it first started at, mm. on, on the West End or whatever, and then and then he stopped being the main guy in it for a while, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. and someone else took over. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, yeah, I loved it the the, the play, and I, I think I think that's certainly possibly why the movie, while having a couple of moments that made me shiver, didn't mm. work for me. Um, Fair enough. I, I, I never I might saw try the play. And watch it again, though. Quite enjoyed the movie, but mm. never saw the play, which I'm a bit gutted about. Yeah. Yeah. So we won't be doing that. No. But we will be coming up with three fresh ghost stories for you. Yay. And that will be exciting. Yay. None of them will involve people being blindfolded. No. Well, unless they do. Oh, is that the Bird Box? Was yeah, it? Bird Box wasn't ghosty, though, was it? No. Yeah. It's kind of supernatural, isn't it, really? Yeah. Or something. I don't know. It's rubbish, anyway. Yeah, it was um, a bit pants, wasn't it? Yeah. It went on for ages. Oh, God, it did, didn't it? And was just... Well, I just wasn't enjoying it, so it felt longer no. in ways than bloody Happy New Year, and that was three hours long. Oh, God. <laughs> it didn't help that they did it back-to-back back with A Quiet Place, which are essentially like the same film, well, good. Well, very similar ideas, and one of them's very good, and one of them's very average. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Anyway, next time, ghost stories. Now, Yay. leaving. But, yeah, before but... we go, well, yeah. to fill that void, we could get on the social medias and like tweet us, because you could get your own LGG or you know drop us a line on email we do get emails and we do respond to them yeah we got a really nice bit of fan mail didn't we we did a lovely person saying we were very entertaining yeah <laughs> weird um, also you know if you feel like leaving a review on iTunes and a few stars that would be quite nice or any other pod platform that takes reviews Stitcher because um, Stitcher that's good or SoundCloud as well that's where we you yeah. know that's where the podcast based so oh, any if, of those and if, things and if, I just um, dude and as well if anyone wants to buy my book oh yeah it's called The Vinyl Frontier The Story of the Voyager Golden Record okay it's out on March 21st and if you really want to make me happy you'd buy it review it say nice things about it Haters yeah. can go go elsewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I won't be reading it. Um, not really. Um, right. We will speak to you next time when we come back with some ghosties. Until then, listen to the back catalogue. Do whatever you want to do. Have a nice time. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thanks Bye, for listening. Everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening. Back definitely before Jono's book is released. Yes. March 21st. Bye. Bye. <laughs>